Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light. We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. O Lord God of vengeance, O God of vengeance, show yourself. Rise up, O judge of the world, Give the arrogant their just deserts. How long shall the wicked, O Lord? How long shall the wicked triumph? They bluster in their insolence. 
all evil doers are full of boasting. They crush your people, O Lord, and afflict your chosen nation. They murder the widow and the stranger, and put the orphans to death. They say, The Lord does not see. The God of Jacob takes no notice. Consider well, you dullards among the people. When will you fools understand? He that planted the year, does he not hear? He that formed the eye, does he not see? He who admonishes the nations, will he not punish? He who teaches all the world, has he no knowledge? The Lord knows our human thoughts, How like a puff of wind they are. Happy are they whom you instruct, O Lord, whom you teach out of your law, to give them rest in evil days, until a pit is dug for the wicked. For the Lord will not abandon his people, nor will he forsake his own. For judgment will again be just, and all the true of heart will follow it. Who rose up for me against the wicked, who took my part against the evildoers. If the Lord had not come to my help, I should soon have dwelt in the land of silence. As often as I said, my foot has slipped, your love, O Lord, upheld me. When many cares fill my mind, your consolations cheer my soul. Can a corrupt tribunal have any part with you, one which frames evil into law? They conspire against the life of the just, and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord has become my stronghold, and my God the rock of my trust. He will turn their wickedness back upon them, and destroy them in their own malice. The Lord our God will destroy them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the first book of Maccabees. 
In the 172nd year, King Demetrius assembled his forces and marched into Media to secure help so that he could make war against Trypho. When King Arsaces of Persia and Media heard that Demetrius had invaded his territory, he sent one of his commanders to take him alive, and he went and defeated the army of Demetrius and seized him and took him to Arsaces, who put him under guard. The land had rest all the days of Simon. He sought the good of his nation. His rule was pleasing to them, as was the honor shown him all his days. To crown all his honors, he took Joppa for a harbor and opened a way to the isles of the sea. He extended the borders of his nation and gained full control of the country. He gathered a host of captives. He ruled over Gazara and Bethzer and the citadel and he removed its uncleanness from it, and there was none to oppose him. They tilled their land in peace, their ground gave its increase, and the trees of the plains their fruit. Old men sat in the streets, they all talked together of good things, and the youths donned the glories and garments of war. He supplied the cities with food, and furnished them with the means of defense, till his renown spread to the ends of the earth. He established peace in the land, and Israel rejoiced with great joy. Each man sat under his vine and his fig tree, and there was none to make them afraid. No one was left in the land to fight them, and the kings were crushed in those days. He strengthened all the humble of his people. He sought out the law, and did away with every lawless and wicked man. He made the sanctuary glorious, and added to the vessels of the sanctuary. It was heard in Rome and as far away as Sparta that Jonathan had died, and they were deeply grieved. When they heard that Simon his brother had become high priest in his place, and that he was ruling over the country and the cities in it, they wrote to him on bronze tablets to renew with him the friendship and alliance that they had established with Judas and Jonathan his brothers. And these were read before the assembly in Jerusalem. This is a copy of the letter that the Spartans sent. The rulers and the city of the Spartans, to Simon, the great priest, and to the elders and the priests and the rest of the Jewish people, our brothers, greeting. The envoys who were sent to our people have told us about your glory and honor, and we rejoiced at their coming. And what they said we have recorded in our public decrees as follows. Numenius, son of Antiochus, and Antipater, son of Jason, envoys of the Jews, have come to us to renew their friendship with us. It has pleased our people to receive these men with honor and to put a copy of their words in the public archives so that the people of the Spartans may have a record of them. And they have sent a copy of this to Simon the high priest. After this, Simon sent Numenius to Rome with a large gold shield weighing 1,000 minas to confirm the alliance with the Romans. When the people heard these things, they said, How shall we thank Simon and his sons? For he and his brothers and the house of his father have stood firm. They have fought and repulsed Israel's enemies and established its freedom. So they made a record on bronze tablets and put it upon pillars on Mount Zion. This is a copy of what they wrote. On the eighteenth day of Elul, in the 172nd year, which is the third year of Simon, the great high priest, in Asaramel, In the great assembly of the priests and the people and the rulers of the nation and the elders of the country, it was proclaimed to us 
that when many times wars occurred in the country, Simon, son of Mattathias, son of the sons of Joarib, and his brothers exposed themselves to danger and resisted the enemies of their nation in order that their sanctuary and the law might be preserved, and they brought great glory to their nation. Jonathan rallied his nation and became their high priest and was gathered to his people. And when their enemies decided to invade their country, to devastate their country, and to lay lay hands on their sanctuary, then Simon rose up and fought for his nation. He spent great sums of his own money. He armed the men of his nation's forces and paid them wages. He fortified the cities of Judea and Bethzer on the borders of Judea, where formerly the arms of the enemy had been stored and he placed there a garrison of Jews. He also fortified Joppa, which is by the sea, and Gazara, which is on the borders of Azotus, where the enemy formerly dwelt. He settled Jews there and provided in those cities whatever was necessary for their restoration. The people saw Simon's faithfulness and the glory that he had resolved to win for his nation, And they made him their leader and high priest, because he had done all these things, and because of the justice and loyalty that he had maintained toward his nation. He sought in every way to exalt his people, and in his days things prospered in his hands, so that the Gentiles were put out of the country, as were also the men in the city of David in Jerusalem, who had built themselves a citadel from which they used to sally forth and defile the environs of the sanctuary and do great damage to its purity. He settled Jews in it, and fortified it for the safety of the country and of the city, and built the walls of Jerusalem higher. In view of these things, King Demetrius confirmed him in the high priesthood, and he made him one of the king's friends, and paid him high honors. For he had heard that the Jews were addressed by the Romans as friends and allies and brothers, and that the Romans had received the envoys of Simon with honor, and that the Jews and the priests were pleased that Simon would be their leader and high priest forever until a trustworthy prophet should arise, and that he should be governor over them, and that he should take charge of the sanctuary and appoint men over its tasks and over the country and the weapons and the strongholds, and that he should take charge of the sanctuary and that he should be obeyed by all, and that all contracts in the country should be written in his name, and that he should be clothed in purple and wear gold. And none of the people or priests shall be permitted to nullify any of these decisions, or to oppose what he says, or to convene an assembly in the country without his permission, or to be clothed in purple, or put on a gold buckle. Whoever acts contrary to these decisions, or nullifies any of them, shall be liable to punishment. And all the people agreed to grant Simon the right to act in accord with these decisions. So Simon accepted and agreed to be high priest, to be commander and ethnarch of the Jews and priests, and to be protector of them all. And they gave orders to inscribe this decree upon bronze tablets, to put them up in a conspicuous place in the precincts of the sanctuary, and to deposit copies of them in the treasury, so that Simon and his sons might have them. Here ends the reading. My soul magnifies the Lord, My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. 
for he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm, He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Mark. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any to eat but the priests, and also gave it to those who were with him? And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand, and they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the sea, and a great crowd followed him from Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea and from beyond the Jordan and from around Tyre and Sidon. When the great crowd heard all that he was doing, they came to him, and he told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, lest they crush him, for he had healed many, so that all who had diseases pressed around him to touch him. And whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God! And he strictly ordered them not to make him known. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. 
For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit, in the communion of St. Luke and of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. Almighty God, you called Luke the physician to be an evangelist and physician of the soul. We pray that we, by the wholesome medicine of the doctrine which he taught, may have all the diseases of our souls be healed. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death you took away the sting of death. Grant to us, your servants, so to follow in faith where you have led the way, 
that we may at length fall asleep peacefully in you and wake up in your likeness. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.